I'd like to read to you the opening verse of Second John and Third John, the epistles of our brother John. These are the salutations, and they contain in them some words that I hope we can find meaning in this day. Second John, the first verse, the elder unto the elect lady and her children, whom I love in the truth. And not I only, but also all they that have known the truth. For the truth's sake, which dwelleth in us and shall be with us forever. Second John, the first two verses. The third epistle. The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in the truth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoiced greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in the truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. Amen. For a pastor and his church, for fathers and their children, and for all of us, I want us to hear the words in both epistles, whom I love in the truth. What binds us together is not the myriad of factors that are the basis for most social organizations of the world. What binds us together is the truth that God's revealed to us by His Holy Scriptures and by His Spirit that we hold dear. And because we have met others that hold them dear in this assembly, we hold those others dearly. Because we love one another in the truth. And it's the truth that binds us together. And the young people, that's the common bond that we have, is that we believe the like precious faith that we have obtained through the righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Our brother John loved this elect lady and her children for the truth's sake. And he loved Gaius for the truth's sake. And he was able to tell them that all others who love the truth love them for the truth's sake. Let's remember that that's our bond. And let's defend that bond. And let's hold fast those things that he's taught us. And let's encourage each other to learn it and to hold it fast. Where we see weaknesses in the truth, let's teach, let's defend, let's warn about the blessing of the truth that's been given to us. This is the bond that God's people have had from the beginning. The nation of Israel held truth that the rest of the world did not have revealed to them, and so they were isolated and separate from all other nations, and rightly so. And we have been given truth, and so have all the churches of the New Testament, true churches called by Jesus Christ, and that body of truth we want to hold dear. We want to try everything by the Word of God and hold it fast. And our love for one another is based in that truth. We have had, the older the church member, the more 
friends, acquaintances, companions, colleagues we have had over the years, and yet none of them mean anything to me at all because they don't have a regard for the truth. I don't care what they did for me. I don't care about biological DNA connections. I care about the truth. If they don't love the truth that God's revealed to me, I have little place for them. There's not enough time in life for the ones that hold the truth to serve as well as I should. And and so we make a choice, a discriminating choice, that we love those that are in the truth. And we want to find others in the truth. We want to help teach others to be in the truth. But this is the basis for the unity and love and affection worldwide in the days of the apostles. It stretched beyond city borders. It stretched outside of church memberships. It stretched among all those that held the truth that had been revealed by the God of heaven through Jesus Christ about the Son of God and the doctrine which is according to godliness. Let us beg the Lord this day that we will uphold His truth and love His truth and that He might remind us of its importance. Our Father in heaven, Thou art the God of truth. There is no lie with Thee. Thou art pure truth, unadulterated truth, uncompromised truth, and we thank the unvarnished truth. Plain, powerful, concise, convincing, and we thank Thee and praise Thee for every bit of it that You have shown to us. And we pray what we do not see clearly yet, You will make clear to us. And what we don't see at all, and might be missing entirely, we pray that you would open our eyes to behold it and to convince us of its importance and show us its basis in your revelation as well. Our Father in heaven, we thank thee that flesh and blood cannot, has not, and ever will reveal these things to us. But we thank thee that our Father, to whom we now pray, has revealed these things to us as much as he did to our brother Peter in Matthew 16. Heavenly Father, we pray that yet we might have our eyes opened by divine grace that we might behold wondrous things out of thy law. We pray, Heavenly Father, that not only ourselves, but all your children that you might bring across our path, you will open our hearts as you opened the heart of Lydia, that we might attend under the things of the Word of God, and that others might attend to what we have to say to them, that we might turn more to the truth. Our Father in heaven, we thank Thee that You have had faithful children like Aquila and Priscilla who expounded the way of God more perfectly to the mighty Apollos. We thank Thee for the truth of the gospel that's been conveyed to us by men with beautiful feet, who proclaimed the truth without regard to the compensation of men or the persecution by men, but held strongly to the truth, and were going to declare it no matter the consequences. I thank Thee for them, and I pray that there might be more raised up from our midst like them to take the truth of Thy Word out of this place. After defending it in this place, to share it, to declare it to others. Our Father in heaven, 
Thy word is truth. Thank you for inspiring it for us. Thank you for preserving it to us. And Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for opening our eyes and our ears and giving us an understanding of it. Now, O Lord, help us to take heed as to how we hear this day and that we may go out of this place reminded and convinced and committed that we will learn, hold fast, teach and defend and earnestly contend for the truth that you've revealed to us. We thank thee that in that truth you have revealed thyself to us. We would not know thee unless you had done so. We thank thee that you have revealed to us your son, Jesus. In these pages of scripture, and instead of kissing these pages or wearing them on our foreheads or our arms, let us see the Lord Jesus Christ in these words and love him dearly. Our Father, let the word of the Lord have free course and be glorified here and abroad this day. Bless those men who will open their mouths and make manifest the scriptures of the gospel without deceitfulness or slight of men. And Heavenly Father, let their hearers be fed with the word of God and nourished by holy scripture that they might be strengthened in the most holy faith. Forgive us our sins, our sins of neglect of thy word, our sins of disobedience to your word. And bless us, O Lord, to be faithful to it. Let us not take comfort or stop our efforts at simply hearing about the importance of truth. Let us apply it and make it part of our lives and let our feet walk where our lips talk, that we might be faithful to the word of God in all parts of our lives. Preserve our nation. Preserve our families. Bless us by your Holy Spirit to love the Lord Jesus Christ more and more and that this church might be pure in thy sight and be a beacon of hope and light to many others as you give us opportunity. Receive our worship this day through the Lord Jesus Christ and according to your gospel as we dedicate these hours we now have to praising and exalting thee and to learning from your precious word. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.